God. I love me some Jesus. Too much. That's crazy. <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We With keep the it real. real and real talk. The God and God talk. And that's a wrap. Today is Tuesday, December 4th, and you're listening to Real Talk on God Talk, a podcast for people who skip church for brunch on Sundays. Hey, listeners. Hey, Yaya. Hey, Truth. Hi, beautiful people. <laughs> so this week for our check-in, we're actually going to try something a little different, Yaya. We're going to play a little game. It's a little exercise called low high. All right? So, Yaya, what was your low for this week? My low was telling a series of unnecessary lies. Oh, (laughs) day. People would ask me questions and they would be like, I'm not going to say exactly what I said. Right. But people would ask questions and be like, oh, you know, like, why are you late for this thing? And I would just make up like the craziest, most outlandish lie (laughs) for no reason. And it's like, you know, I try to tell the truth. Right, right. But I I don't know if I was lazy this week and I just didn't (laughs) want to deal with it or whatever. But I was just lying and he I feel like, kind of bad about it now. Yeah. He was like Kevin Hart with the deer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right, cool. So, uh, what was your high where you felt high and sunshine and rainbows this week? So, I was pretty tired. I pulled an all-nighter for no reason. Mm. I thought I had an assignment Mm-mm-mm. due that was not due. But I was like, you know, let me just do everything I need to do for the day. And so I did some community service where I was around people who are at, like, their lowest points, really struggling financially, you know, just acclimating themselves into society. And they were just so filled with love and joy and just graciousness. And it just reminded me. You think things are going on with you, Mm. and that gives you a right to be negative, but it doesn't. Like, not at all. Perspective. Right? (laughs) And so that was was my high for the week. All right. That's what's up. How about you, Truth? You're low. All right. So my low for the week was I got sick right after Thanksgiving. Ooh. Like food sick? Like food sick. I ended up going out with, like, my siblings, and we ended up just, you know, going out to, like, this restaurant, and... It was the restaurant. Mm. <laughs> Whatever was something in the food, but I was I was sick for like a week. Like it was just bad for business everywhere because it put me behind on so many things, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a low. Oh, give them a B. Or oh a no, C. They, they shut down. <laughs> oh, okay? No, okay, they need a D. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. And your high? <clears throat> my high for this week was that I got a video from my nephew, my youngest one. And he sent me a video saying, hi, auntie. And he was telling me how much he loves me and everything like that. And that was a real high for me because he's autistic. And so he's completely putting his words together. So he put this entire video together and it was like the cutest thing. It melted my heart. So I like keep it on rotation to remind myself like, you know what? It's You gotta just got to keep pushing. Keep pushing because he, he does not stop. Mm-hmm. You know, he just does not stop. He don't care like... He want to learn something, he going to learn it. I hear and I'm that. like, I, I love that attitude. More adults need to have that. So that's a good reminder for me. Okay, okay. Very nice. That's sweet. So now that we're all settled in, present here together. Yes, present. Um, let's give a rundown of this week's episode.
In God in the World, we'll be talking about John Chow, the American Christian missionary who was killed by Native people after sneaking into the Bay of Bengal to spread the good news. Some of his last recorded words were, My name is John, I love you, and Jesus loves you. Jesus Christ gave me authority to come to you. Whoa, that is crazy. Um, Next, on a lighter note, in time with the upcoming holiday season, we'll be addressing our Real Talk question of the week. On a scale of broke to 10, how much are we really into Christmas shopping this year? Next, we'll take a little break to announce the winner of our Real Talk on God Talk new and noteworthy swag giveaway. Hey. Am I eligible? Can I be a winner? <laughs> nah. Nah. Oh, nah, okay. Nah, quite nah, nah. That's cool. Um, then we will be getting together with Keeping Time with Yaya and the Moon Reading. And last, we'll end with a different kind of community pastoral care segment. Last week, all over the headlines was the story of American Christian missionary John Chow, who traveled to the Bay of Bengal in India to evangelize about Jesus Christ. Now, I feel all types of ways about this whole concept of trying to convert people, but that's neither here nor there. Because realistically, we know that this thing happens all the time, right? Churches and organizations from America and other Western countries send people on mission trips to the global south because we don't say third world countries anymore. We off that. Right? So they send them out there to do good works, right? So like building schools, churches, hospitals, with also the intent to spread Christianity to the people who are there. Okay, so John Chow goes over there, you know, to do his mission work, which is so normal. Um, But this is where the story gets a little strange. Although John went to India with a missionary organization, he was really, like, excited and on his own agenda. It wasn't enough for him to just speak to the rural Indians. Uh, He needed to take it a step further and try to reach the Sentinelese people who live on a remote island in the Bay of Bengal. The Sentinelese people have managed to keep out the industrial world for years now. They are just not with it. They want no parts of white people Mm -hmm. and no parts of their Jesus. On his first attempt to reach these people, um, John made an unsuccessful attempt to evangelize them, and he was met with bows and arrows. But he survived that first attempt. Oh, so this was his second trip. Yes. Unfortunately, you know, he was killed on his second attempt or, you know, another attempt. Okay. Right. So according to the National Public Radio reports, he wrote in his diary, Lord, is this island Satan's last stronghold where none have heard or even had a chance to hear your name? Do people still talk like that? Apparently, (laughs) but this language makes me feel some type of way. Um, But on, on November 16th, Chow left instructions with the fishermen for contacting his family, friends, and colleagues. And he also wrote, you guys might think I'm crazy and all this, but I think it's worth it to declare Jesus to these people. Please do not be angry at them or at God if I get killed. Well, unfortunately, not soon after, John was killed. So the loss of life is always a really sad thing, but I think that there's really a lot to unpack here. Absolutely. If we're going to be real... When I first heard about Listen. this, <laughs> so I wake up in the morning, I'm scrolling Instagram, and all I see is these memes with, like, Native people shooting bows and arrows and, like, white people, like, oh, falling into oh, the gosh. ocean. And, you know, I, it's like, you know, the general sentiment is, like, 
that's when he gets like why right. the fuck is he going over there <laughs> right trying after, to change first these of people all, after he's been warned because he was told it was illegal to go there so it wasn't like he was told this and he still wants to go and like this is like the colonizer mentality right to like I, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna like civilize the savages you know this this mm-hmm. is that mentality this is the mentality of I don't care if it's illegal to go there I'm gonna go because I feel that I have the right to go uh, because according to him he's he's working under a, a different authority right mm-hmm. well there's authority in the land as well and <laughs> that they told him he does not need to go there and you know it's unfortunate when these events happen but at the same time it's like you were born and you escaped the first time so like he already knew what was meeting him and I think that's why he was traveling there this time by night because mm. he was trying to sneak into this place it's like and he just seemed like really like zealous about it too. Yes. Like just he had it in his mind that it he was charged by God right. to change these people. And it's like, you know, he didn't even speak the language. Right. Like how... he went for no other reason than to say that he went. Right. <laughs> like, and to like declare Jesus. Like, how are you going to declare Jesus to these people in English? Right. Like what like what was the plan? Right. Like exactly. legit, what was the plan? And it really I I guess to like move it to a broader perspective because mm-hmm. you know, we laugh and we joke, but it is the loss of life. Yeah, absolutely. He died and mm-hmm. that's really sad, but to take it to a broader perspective, it's a question of like this colonizing mentality backed up by the church that yes. says, you know, I am the white savior mm-hmm. and it's my job to go and, you know, civilize you people. And it moves out of just, you know, religious atmospheres, that right. type of mentality, that type of thought. That's what we have to deal with every day at exactly. work. <laughs> and, uh, that's that. That's the thought process of gentrification. Even right. in, like, you know, we come into these neighborhoods and we make it valuable. We make it good. You know, we're, we're going to teach you people how, how to enjoy the culture of New York right. City. Right. Exactly. Really. exactly. Like, you know. It, it moves on even just from like a strictly religious I'm I'm you know evangelizing Absolutely. into like more cultural things as well yeah and then on top of that what I don't get about like the like evangelizing it's like where is like the respect for somebody else's beliefs culture where is that where's the compassion for that where's the respect for that like how is it that people are able to override that because they feel that what they believe is one and true and everybody needs to, like, adhere to it. Doesn't, like, that go against everything that Jesus taught? Like, where in the Bible does it say, like, Christianity is a zero-sum game? Right. Like, it's, it's this or nothing. Right, exactly. It's like, you come over there and you say, my name's John and I love you. And it's like, how is that love? Right. On top of the idea of, you know, you are completely disrespecting them. You're bringing your diseases Thank that you they are not immune to. At all. Like you're like they are in a, in a remote area by themselves for a reason. So how did he not think that any introduction of himself and whatever he may be carrying, although it doesn't affect probably other people around him, wouldn't affect you know the people um, from here when they're not used to it? Like how is that? What's the mindset that makes it feel okay? And then just his writing of like, is this like Satan's stronghold on the, like, 
I don't know. You know, I, it, it maybe it sounded like there was maybe like other things going on as well. <laughs> and so uh, ultimately, I'm going to say that this plan was not well thought out. It was not. And it ended in a very unfortunate way. Absolutely. But and people need to think before they do stuff. Right. That That's a lesson <laughs> to all you uh, overzealous Olivia's and super excited Susie's. Yes. <laughs> you might want to tone it down tone a bit. It, bring it back a little bit. Right. Okay? Bring it back. So on a lighter note, let's get into this. Yes, let's do it. Is our fifth episode. Yay! Time is flying, girl. I'm telling you. The first week of December, um, final season for us. Yes. But for everyone, it's the holiday season. Even if it's not your holiday. Right, exactly. The holiday season. Um, and this year I am all here for Christmas. Like, I am really, the day after Thanksgiving, I changed my radio to Light FM, (laughs) and, like, all Mariah Carey, everything. Yes, all (laughs) Christmas music all the time. (laughs) Right. You know, the lights going down, one, two, five, are gorgeous. It's like, the whole atmosphere is changing. Um, You know, my husband and I, we are going to SantaCon this year. I'm really excited. Yes, have fun. That's always a blast. I'm going to be Santa and he's going to be a reindeer. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, I feel like people on the train are going to think we're like doing freaky stuff. He's like my furry or something. (laughs) (laughs) But I look at them freaks. Right. (laughs) And you're going out at night. (laughs) The freaks come come out out at night. night. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But, yeah, so, you know, it's the Christmas season, but what is, like, I guess, topmost on everyone's mind is where the gifts at. Right? <laughs> what you giving Shopping me? Shopping <laughs> season, Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. I heard it was crazy. It's always crazy every single year. Yeah. Like, I I refuse to go out on Black Friday. I refuse. I just, it's not my thing. I don't do it. I, I can't. I went out last, so I did not participate this year. Okay, but I went out last year, only Target. It's, okay, it was mild. Like I guess you like I saw some people getting a little aggressive, but I I'm more of like a sideline type of girl. <laughs> Let me get my little fit no there, and I'm not fighting over no TVs. But I am a Cyber Monday girl. I you see that I could get with I could get with the Cyber Monday deals. I was on it. That that's cool. Like, and I would just wanted to see what deals were actually deals. Because there's so many times where the manufacturers, they just raise the price and then cut it down and it's not really a deal. It's a scam. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to see like what the deals were for that day. But I, I like Christmas. I like this holiday season. I love going down to like Fifth Avenue, seeing all the decorations. That's like a perfect date night. And it's just like bougie and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like bougie exactly. and I love it. Yeah, I'm like this. This is this is all for me. They've decorated the stores just for me. <laughs> so I love it. So it's actually funny because most of what we've been talking about with, you know, the Christmas season stuff is all about the culture of Christmas, but very little about sweet baby Jesus. Mm, Um, I mean, I'm sure that in a few weeks we'll get our weekly headlines about people mad because Starbucks won't put (laughs) happy birthday Jesus on their cups or whatever. But unpopular opinion, 
I prefer my Christmas a little light on the Jesus story. Um, you know, it's not that I don't believe. Right, it's right. not that I don't know the origins. But, um, you know, I'm just more about the decorating the tree, the time gotcha. together, family. Yeah, I feel you. But what I am on the fence about is this whole gift-giving thing. Mm. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> like we were talking about with, you know, the whole Black Friday shopping yeah. thing. I just feel like it, like, really turns the pressure on. Yeah, like, absolutely. Shopping is one thing. Shopping during the Christmas season is a freaking sport. Absolutely. Like, it is. <laughs> kind of train for that stuff. So, like, it's an Olympic sport. Right. We're giving out medals next year. Right. Like, I absolutely love giving gifts every other time of the year. Yeah. But around Christmas, it's like the pressure, it really builds. And it's a little bit too much for me. That's so true because I feel you're thinking more of what you're going to give. And then they bring out, like... Where they pull out all the stops mm-hmm. <laughs> for the season where you're like, oh, man, that's like, that would be the gift of all gifts. And so it does get you into that competitive spirit of, you know, what am I giving? Is it, I feel like asking the question, like, is this a good Christmas gift? Yeah, like, what does that even mean? <laughs> right, like, exactly. Like, you should just to be happy that day. I got you something. Right, exactly. So as a, as opposed to, like, what would it mean if I just got this gift on your birthday? Would it mean any less? Probably not. It would probably still mean a lot. But I'd probably pay for it more on Christmas <laughs> than on your birthday. So there's that. So I am actually bad. If you're under the age of 30. <laughs> not No. Okay, no. Not if you're under the age of 30. If you're under the age of 13. Right. I will probably get you a gift. And I'll probably yeah. get you a nice gift. Because, yeah. you know, I want you to, like... I want you to unwrap something. Right. I agree. If you're over the age of 13... Listen. You are most likely out of luck. Right. <laughs> you need a J-O-B. <laughs> right. You know, our our real talk question of the week right. is, you know, on a scale of broke to 10, like, how into Christmas shopping are we this year? And I'm on, like, a two. Oh, you got... I'm, <laughs> I'm about a four. <laughs> I'm about a four. And I don't know. That depends on the day you ask me. <laughs> like, that's just it. But have you ever given, like, gifts that are, like, too lavish? Like, for a Christmas? Like, just balling way beyond your budget? <laughs> so, last year, it's funny. So, my husband and I, we kind of came to the conclusion that we're not going to, like, do the whole Christmas gift thing for each other. Like, you know, we'll give, like, tokens usually, yeah. but not, like, going crazy. Last year... I was working part-time retail and, you know, I had my little discount. And so I thought I was doing something and I went crazy. Like, whatever my check was, I probably spent (laughs) my whole check plus some more. (laughs) And I just, like, went nuts. Mm -hmm. And so Christmas came and, of course... I have a million gifts for him right. and he might have had like one or two things for me yeah. and he was so mad at me. And so it's just like, I think it's funny when you, when you talk about like, is a gift too lavish? I don't, yeah. I don't, I personally don't think any gift can be too lavish, right. but I think that it's all about like the dynamic of gift giving. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people say it's, it's the season of giving, but a lot of what goes into whether or not you give is how you're going to receive as well. Mm. Like, not saying that you should give a gift based on whether you're going to get one back, but, right. you know, that dynamic goes into it. Absolutely. I think you do match up, like, the gift, depending on what you think you're going to get. 
<laughs> or like also what role that person plays in your life, right? So I know like a lot of companies, they'll do like the secret Santas and, you know, they put uh... a limit to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so sometimes they're like, well, we, you know, we can just all do gift cards or whatever. But sometimes I'm like, Fine, I get it, like, you know, $20 gift card or whatever. But at the same time, I could go and find something on clearance that'll be real nice, and I'll probably spend less than $20, you know? So it's like, I got to balance that out (laughs) because I might want to get you the gift instead of giving you a $20 gift card. I don't know. It depends. How do you decide if you're giving someone a gift for Christmas? One, I have to, like, see you. (laughs) <laughs> like physically, I like I physically see you. That I'm, I'm not mailing no gifts. Okay, I hear like, that. I'm, not, I'm not mailing no gifts. Okay, so I'm, I gotta. So it has to be someone that I'm like constantly in relationship with. That I'm like, okay, it would be kind of messed up if I just don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I think for me, I've over the years I've grown to do this more. Where I'm like, what is practical? What does this person actually need that they would actually like? use and and like enjoy um as opposed to like i'm just getting a gift because it's a cute gift and like of course they would like it Mm. but actually no i want them to be able to like to use something so whether it's like i don't know if it's like an appliance or something (laughs) (laughs) oh my god or like some electronic to make like their life easier like i'm all for it as long as it's gonna like that person is gonna use it i i really hate buying gifts that people will not use Mm-hmm. So when it's like little trinkets and stuff like that, like I'm like, don't, don't oh, no get little don't just... glass figurines no. of like elves kissing for you. None <laughs> no, of that. No snow globes. <laughs> none of that. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I prefer like to give the gifts that I know people are gonna use because I'm like, okay, then though it has a use. It doesn't just because of something else that they can just throw away. I mean, yeah. that's fun for adults, I guess. You know, everyone wants a good vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> are you laughing now? Okay, right. <laughs> So you get what's that thing? The what? The one that cleans itself. The little eye robot. Oh, the the little like robot thing. Yeah, like, I am yeah, your so exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so cleaning your whole house and be thanking me. I'll take it. Them things are like four hundred dollars. Yeah, I sell well, that sucker girl. on eBay. <laughs> no, no, that's so tacky. I would never do that, guys. Get me gifts. I'll keep them. <laughs> nah. Oh man. But no. But seriously, like for adults. The whole practical gift thing is yeah. fun. But I remember growing up, like, you know, I we we weren't, like, poor. But, you know, we were working yeah. class. And my mom being a single mom, I was always very aware of, like, you know, our financial situation. Yeah. And so what she would do is I would get, like, clothes that I needed. And so yeah. the gift under the tree would be filled like mm-hmm. mad gifts but it would be like individually wrapped <laughs> packs of socks and mad brassiers oh my best friend hates that i say brassier bras whatever um mad bras and like my winter coat and some yeah. boots and mad books like that was my christmas and it would be like you know thanks mommy because right. you got me a lot of gifts of but like thanks mommy another brassier huh <laughs> like well you know what that's funny because i still do that <laughs> like for all the kids like when I have them over I'm just like I, like if it's a like a three piece set okay no it's a one piece set okay? I hit up I'm like listen little, this little outfit gonna be in one this you know if it's like the shorts and pants set, I'm like I'm yep all separate separate wrapping that's it more to open or like you know when they have like those gift bags where it's like the perfume the lotion and something else all three separate baby three separate <laughs> true 
<laughs> Yo, that's do true better. right there. <laughs> do better. Listen, there's a reason for that, right? So I like, I think over the last few years, I've gotten better at when I do my Christmas shopping, I'm not going to put it on a credit card. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I if I don't have the cash to pay for it, then I have to rearrange the things that I'm getting. I just have to like rethink my strategy, right? Or what I've done is I've baked and I'll give out like the boxes of oh, that's cookies. Nice. Right? It's yeah. cute, right? And it's a little more affordable when like when you strap for cash. So my reasoning for saying that is because I don't like going into the new year with like a whole mess of debt. Mm-hmm. that I've just added on for this one month, right? So I heard a report that they were like, in January, people go into like the new year with like $1,000 more of debt just because of the spending they did during the holidays. And then they said that 50% could only pay it within three months, which so I think is interest on top, right? right? So whoever can pay it, they said that after that, everybody else said that they could pay the minimum. So, you know, you're already paying double with the the interest rates as they are now. And then if you even, like, transfer a balance to a new car, <laughs> like, you still got to pay it off within a certain time. Because if you don't pay it off within that certain time, then all that interest that has been accumulated, they just add it at the end. And then, like, you double screwed. So mm. is it really worth it to, like, go into, like, massive amount of debts that you later on you can't really pay? Like, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, that's not, like, that's not my style, but that's probably just because I'm just, like, I'm into Christmas, but yeah. it comes and it goes. But I I definitely can, uh, I can empathize and, you know, I can understand how you could get in that situation. Like, I yeah. know people who grew up really poor and who when Christmas time comes around, for them, it's really a time to show their kids that, you know, we're not there anymore. We, you know, look look at what, you know, mommy and daddy can buy you. Look look at what we can do. And it's right. like a point of pride. It's a point of, like, just a reminder that, right. you know, you're worth it. You're valuable. You, you can get as much as, yeah. you know, those other kids can. And yeah. so, like, I can understand how... And then especially, you know, with all the commercials, the advertising, all that stuff, how, like, if that message gets into your head, you know, you'll do anything to put a little smile on your kid's face. Right. And so, like, I, I can understand. I could definitely understand that, too, yeah. because especially if, if you grew up with, like, not having much and, like, you're going to go all out for your kids. Like, that—I respect that because, like, you're trying to give your kids something better than, like, you may have had. But I think at the same time, like, we got to be smart about it, too. Right. Because at the end, like, you want to be able to leave your kids something, you know? That that PlayStation 4 ain't going to cut in it. Yet. <laughs> That's not even going to last two years. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, I, I think it's just about thinking a little more of, mm-hmm. like, the gifts that we're going to give and, like, if we can actually afford them or not. Like, hey, you got the money to ball out. Go ahead, ball out. <laughs> I mean, but if you don't, then I think we just need to be more, a little more financially responsible. Mm-hmm. And then, two, another thing that we could do during the holiday season is buy local. Mm-hmm. Like, support support your businesses, you know, your small businesses. Why not? Those are, at least we know what's going into something. We're supporting our communities. That's another way that we can go as well. 
Yeah, I'm definitely a proponent for small businesses, buying yep. local, buying black. Like, Absolutely. I am just, like, minority, woman. Yeah. Like, I am all Not for next. it. We're here, yo. Yes, yes. <laughs> So true, yeah. And I mean, I know earlier I had said, like, oh, you know, I'm not so into, like, the Jesus and the holiday and stuff. My grandma was, she'll get me for that. But, you know, I think that... Although I, although that's not like the part that I kind of harp on, I think yeah. it's important to kind of bring Christmas into what it's for. And you know, yeah. if 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 we're here to celebrate the birth of Jesus on at least one level, right. then let's talk about the ways in which Jesus um, emphasized community. Absolutely. And I think that whole buying local thing, and not just buying local, but reevaluating how we give gifts as right. well, and like what that means. You were telling me before about one of your coworkers that talks about like not giving gifts but giving experiences. Yeah. So one of my coworkers said that with all her nieces and nephews, she stopped buying gifts. Mm-hmm. When they were younger, she said, absolutely not. And what she started doing was buying experiences. So experiences of like taking them to like a Broadway show, taking them to the botanical gardens, taking them to a museum. These different type of experiences she would take them to. And what she said was that when now that they're all in college, those are the things that they remember. As opposed to they can't remember what gifts they got at the age of 13, but they can remember that she took them to mm-hmm. a play. And I was like, that is actually a great idea. Obviously, we would have still have to spend money, but... If you got it. Right, if you right. got it. And then at the same time, though, we're gaining, like, family time. We're gaining memories. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, the, that is really the stuff people will remember when they get older. You know, whatever jokes you cracked on on the way there, the whole feeling that you get from seeing the lights and being at your first Broadway show, all those things will be embedded in a child's mind. And like that for me is more valuable than any gift you could give them Mm -hmm. because that opens up their world potentially to so many other things. And so that that is another way that we can look at it, you know, start giving experiences. Yeah, and there's so much free stuff that you can do around the holiday too. So you know, if if you savvy, then you can actually give like a free experience. Yeah, <laughs> and you still be good, you know. Because I mean, the idea of a gift. So it's funny. So we talk about gifts, and you know, we've been like kind of we've been lightly playing with the Jesus part yeah. of Christmas. And you all, let us know if you're interested in another episode, kind of like going more in depth about the figurative, spiritual meanings of Christmas, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. We've been kind of playing with that. But besides that, when you talk about giving gifts, why do we give gifts at Christmas time? So the Magi, the, the, what are they? The wise men. Thank you. The three wise (laughs) men, you know, they went to Jesus to, to visit him, to give him gifts, to mark his coming. So they gave him uh, gold, which was supposed to spiritually represent his kingship. Um, frankincense, which was supposed to represent... His priestly role. His priestly role. And myrrh, which is kind of like a call to the burial rites that he would have once he died and was killed. Yeah, like little homie just came right. into the world. Like. <laughs> he was just born right to the death. But anyway. Yeah. Um, and so all the gifts that Jesus received were spiritual, were meaningful, you know, had yeah. like a sense to them. And so symbolically, when we give gifts now, it's like we rush to like fall into this consumerist idea of like, 
you know, I got to give something expensive. I got to give something name brand. I need to stunt on people mm. with my gifts. But that's not the point, really. Not at all. You know, and, you know, like Truth was saying, giving thoughtful gifts, giving of yourself, giving of your time. I, I really like that cookie idea that you yeah, said. That's really I cute. love that one. <laughs> but, you know, like reevaluating the way that we give gifts, moving it away from this like this pressure to spend Mm -hmm. and spiral off into debt i think that's something that we can really kind of like walk away from this conversation with you know absolutely and at the end of the day you know the greatest gift is the gift of time oh you're so cute you should see she's smiling here i was was happy to say that (laughs) looking like an infomercial the gift of time exactly hire me Um, (laughs) (laughs) she's trying to get hired (laughs) so yeah it it definitely is right the gift of time with family with friends with your loved ones cracking jokes you know watching a movie that's time we can't get back so Mm. the time to do it is now yeah and so uh happy christmas well we're not there yet but soon (laughs) (laughs) you mad hype (laughs) clearly happy christmas and who says i'm mad kirby a happy christmas anyway (laughs) y'all get the point to keep the conversation going, tell us what you think by following us on Instagram or Twitter at Real Talk on God Talk. So now it's time to announce the winner of our Real Talk on God Talk new and noteworthy giveaway. Yay! So um, a little while ago, a couple of weeks, we really wanted to push engagement. Just let you guys know that we're excited that you're listening to us and um, try to like broaden our listenership to more people. And so we really wanted to be featured on um, iTunes new and noteworthy section. And so what we did is we did a giveaway. And so we asked our listeners to rate and review us on iTunes and then post a snapshot of their rate and review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Yes. And um, include the hashtag uh, Real Talk on God Talk, new and noteworthy. And you all came through in the clutch. Yes, yeah, showed out. Yes, showed up and showed out. And so we thank you so much. And what you all entered your names into win are two, well, one each. One each. <laughs> I'm away. Yeah, let's, we ain't bowling like that. <laughs> right, yet. right. But uh, we are giving away two Real Talk on God Talk mugs, which are super cute. We've gotten so many comments about yeah. people who want to buy them, but our winners will receive them for free 99. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let me announce the winners. So our first winner is Grace's Grown. Hey, Grace is grown. And our second winner is Jill Stephanie1018. Woo woo. Congratulations to both of our listeners who have won our Real Talk on God Talk coffee mug. Now you can listen to our podcast while you're having your little morning coffee or your tea or whatever you want. Oh, your <laughs> um, shot of vodka. <laughs> whatever. whatever. <laughs> We're not here to judge. <laughs> um, so uh, just be on the lookout. We will hit you up on Instagram with details on how to receive your coffee mug. 
congrats, y'all. Thanks for participating. And for those of us who did not win, <laughs> um, we do want to thank you for your participation. And it is never too late. Please continue to spread the word about Real Talk on God Talk. Uh, we want to be able to bring more content to our listeners. And tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about Real Talk on God Talk. We really appreciate all the love that we've been receiving. Uh, we really couldn't do this without y'all. Today is Tuesday, December 4th, and you're listening to Keeping Time with Yaya. We are coming fresh off of World AIDS Day, which was on December 1st, and so we wanted to take a moment to honor those who have passed from HIV and AIDS and those who are still living and thriving with the disease, doing what they need to do to prevent the virus, suppress it if they have it, and stop its spread. Let's open up the conversation and end the stigma against HIV AIDS to save lives. Um, On another note, for those who follow the church's liturgical calendar, we are in the season of Advent. Culturally, we tend to think of it as like marking the oncoming birth of Christ in the Christmas season, but that's actually a more modern association. Advent um, comes from the Latin word Adventus, which is for coming. Originally, it was a season that marched the expectation of the second coming of the Messiah. And so originally it was the idea of like the second Messiah was coming to bring judgment, brimstone and fire to the people. Not as cute and cuddly as sweet baby Jesus in a manger, huh? Yeah, so that's something. Uh, And let's end with today's moon reading. Today, December 4th, is a waning crescent moon. And so if you look up in the sky, the waning crescent, also known as the balsamic moon, is partly illuminated, less than one half, and slowly decreasing into darkness. Um, According to spiritualist Natalie Kawana, this is the time where the old cycle ends and the new one is near. It's a time to withdraw from the world, rest, and renew yourself. It is the final releasing and purging stage of this year. Yeah, wow. Time to think things over, contemplate, and complete anything remaining. Think of things you need to banish, like relationships, projects, or people who no longer serve you. Prepare for the new seeds with the start of the new cycle. That's what Natalie Kwana said, but now it's time for what Yaya's saying. Basically, you can let go of what isn't serving you or get dragged. Now's the time to decide. So this week for our community pastoral care segment, uh, we're going to switch things up a little bit, right? There are many ways to show that we care, many ways for us to get into like the holiday spirit. So for this holiday season, Real Talk on God Talk will be hosting a toy drive. Be sure to check out our Instagram in the upcoming days for more details and to see how you can participate in the toy drive and we can bring a smile to somebody's face this holiday season. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Love you guys. I don't believe in God. I know God. I love me some Jesus. Too much. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We keep it real. real and real talk. The God in God talk. And that's a wrap.